Alright, Beis Hashem. Today, we are going to start Mutza Machmas Gufoy. Okay, Rabbi so we're going through the categories. You guys are becoming Bikim in Ochos Mutza. It's absolutely unbelievable. What a schot. Eze schot yesh lecha, Rabotai. Okay, Mutza Machmas Gufoy. Anybody here know the definition of a Mutza Machmas Gufoy as, you know, compared to all the other Mutza that we've been learning? Anybody? Any volunteers? Um, hey, you can come stand next to me. We'll make you famous. Anybody? Okay. <laughs> no? Anybody? No, I might say. Maybe it's got the listing from Williamsburg. No? Let's go. The only use is to do mukta. You could say that's a cliche of a lachta leisa, like a pen. Its only usage is really to do mukta. You need for yourself. You need for yourself? Yeah, meaning like you need a, you need a plate. You need a plate? So a plate is mukta makas no. That is going to be problematic on Shabbos. Okay, so Rabbi said, let's, let's do it like this, okay? Now, this comes from a Gemara in Shabbos, Kufnun Dalet, where it talks about a, um, I was talking actually about Yontif, about putting a pot onto a piece of wood. And the Gemara basically says, I'm not going to go through the whole sugi now, but the Gemara over there basically says that um, it's a problematic thing to move a piece of wood because it's not a Torah's Kli. Now that basically spells out the sugya, okay? If we want to know what the sugya of a mukta machmas gufoy is, that is the sugya. Do you with me? It does not have a toiras kli. It doesn't have, it does not, it's not a utensil. A pen is a utensil. A plate is a utensil. A pair of scissors, a screwdriver, all of these are utensils. How do you use them? That will define if it's a klisha malachta leisa or klisha malachta lehesa. Later. Why? Because it's a utensil that's Ravish Damshas is either the Issa or the Heta. Over here, it's not a utensil. And something that is not a utensil automatically is going to be Mugza. And the Rambam Paskins this way in Perak of Hey, Halacha Vav in Shabbos, brought down in the Beisos of Halacha Lamaisa in Seven Shinachasiv Zayin, that anything that is not a Kli, for example, the most classic example before we get to many more, is a a stone. A stone is the classic example of a Mutzamachmas Kufay. It's not a utensil, you cannot use it for anything. It has no usage. Now, they taina, then Yerushalayim, all the stones in Yerushalayim have been set aside before Shabbos to, 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 to throw, but you know, we, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do those things. We don't do these things. You know, they say. People, people, you know, people ask kashas like mechet is how can they touch stones as mukta, right? So the terrorist says, yeah, they set it aside, maybe, yeah, maybe no. Oh, but one thing, you know, they taina, and this is a very important thing to remember, that the people that really do it, I'm not for the kids that see other people doing it and then they're for their The people that really do it, it hurts them so badly when they see yid be machalish. It push it hurts them. It, 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 it kills them inside. They're bubbling inside. They push it. They, they, they can't do anything. So they just pick up a. St- they have to do something, right? So I'm not saying that's mutter. But you can at least maybe hear the people that did it. That's where it's coming from. Anything that does not have a definition of a kli is going to be included. Now, Rabbi Sai, I just want to understand that a bit more. If you don't mind, I want to just go a little bit, another one level deeper to understand what really is the difference between a screwdriver and a stone. What's the difference between a pen and, you know, wh- why, why, why is there a difference? Now, there's a major enough community, Allah Allah, right? What's the din of a Muqsa Machal What are you allowed to do with it? Hello? You're never allowed to move it. 
A klishemrach del issa, you're allowed to move it so good from a koyve. A muktzemach muskuvay is never allowed to be moved. Hashem will talk right at the end about Toto Milad Gufoy, Toto Milad Sad. We'll talk about those types of ways of moving it, right? Maybe with the elbow, we'll see exactly how to do it. But in a regular way, it is absolutely awesome to move a Muktamach Gufoy. What is the definition? I want, to hear, I want to tell you a beautiful explanation I heard from one of my Rebbein Rafaq's who said an unbelievable explanation to explain the difference between a Kalisham Lachtale Issa and a Muktamach Gufoy. Listen to this, Rabbi Say, it's Absolutely unbelievable. There's nothing like this in your life. It's just, it was worth getting up today and having your entire day just to hear this. It's absolutely unbelievable. Dovid, you with me? Buy your dick. What's that? No. Now, a Kalishim al Issa performs the Issa. Mordechai, are you with me? It performs the Issa. A screwdriver performs the Issa of Baina or Makabapatish. It does an Issa, it performs the Issa. A Muksa Machmas Gufoy is the Issa. It is the nail. It is the glue. It is the ink. It's used up. A paintbrush is a Klishim Alachdul Issa because it performs activities which are forbidden. Whereas the paint or the glue that's on the brush is the Issa. It gets used up. The nail, that's why it's Muksa Machmas Gufoy. What a beautiful explanation. Let me give you. Let me give you some practical examples, and then we'll talk about some of the different things, okay? So like this. Stones, sticks, right? Little branches, for example, that fall on the floor, right? Somebody just called me this morning to say that he just, he proposed last night by getting down on one knee, which is a holster, which you're not going into at this moment of time. And he took a, he didn't have a ring because it was on the spot. It wasn't a planned proposal. So he just decided that he took, a, he took like a tweak from the floor, he made it into the shape of the ring, and he gave it to her. It was on-the-spot proposal. Right? Obviously on Shabbos that would have been Asa. You don't like it. Not very romantic, eh? He's a good yid. Anyway, the point is like this, Rabbi Sai. Um, so sticks, stones, branches, all of these things. Money, cash, racks. That is Mukta, Machmas, Gufai. Okay? A $20 note. What? Cross. <laughs> Detached or attached. If it's attached, it's not moksa really. I mean, it's attached. You just can't pick it up. It's a shy little But it's detached, it's problematic. Yes, it's got no usage. Remember, it's not a clee and there's no usage. Yes, they're attached. As long as they're not worried that you're going to come to flip them off because they're too hard. Now, coins. Um, mud. Earth. Mud, seeds, growing flowers. If you're going to snap them off, we're chosher sometimes. And that's a problem. Uh, bleach. Bleach. Uh, nail polish. Toothpaste. For those who brush their teeth. For those that keep Shabbos. <laughs> toothpaste, Rabbi Sai. Okay? Again, it gets used up. What's the issue of toothpaste? Duh. Don't talk don't too, too, don't too, too loud because it, it, it is recorded. Oh, there we go. Mamachek, Havaldik. That's the essence. Squeezing out the tube is not a problem. I'll squeeze it before Shabbos. Elamai, it's the, um, it's the uh, shmearing. Makeup, sand, by the way. Sand. Sand is mukta. That means if you go to the beach on Shabbos, you've you got a problem. Because sand is mukta. Okay? You can't walk on it? That's a different shayla. That's considered to be tiltal and not in the normal way, and therefore it's not, prob- not problematic. Could be. Right? But, to pick up sand. Now, there could be certain sand that's okay. For example, you have a sandbox. Oh, has sand. They sell toys nowadays with kids that like this interesting sand. I don't know what it is uh, that kids play with, and also doesn't make such a big mess. 
You know what I'm talking about, actually? You actually do? I have like six sisters. There we go. Excellent. Okay, I've got to do something during quarantine. Um, nails, screws, balls of um, thread, pieces of string, um, unripe fruit, by the way. We're going to talk a lot about that. Fruit that is not ripe to be eaten. Right? Snow we'll talk about, maybe. Maybe. Plastalina. Plastalina. What? What? Play-Doh. Plastalina. Play-Doh. Plastalina. <laughs> Let's go, you got, you got it? Plasticine. Blue thumbtack, America. Thumbtack. Blue tack. Okay? Cigarettes. Muktzamach maskufay. Muktzamach maskufay. Okay? Pills. Medication. Okay? Muktzamach maskufay. Obviously, unless a person is a choyla, or he's prescribed, then obviously it's going to be muta. But in a situation where he doesn't need it, and whatever it is, then obviously it's okay. Dead animals. Dead animals are muktzamach maskufay. Now again, there could be the heterium sometimes to sweep them up. We've got a lot of shadows in this building. Okay, dead animals are mukta machmas kufoi. Sometimes there'll be a heta, which we'll talk about when we get there, about things that are disgusting that we are allowed to move. Okay, but in a regular situation, all of those things. I'm giving you just the ideas of a few things. Um, I think a roll of aluminum foil. Aluminium. Aluminium. A roll of toilet paper. A roll of paper tap. You can't do anything with those things because you're not allowed to rip them because that would be an issue of either Korea or Machatech or both. What? You could unroll the whole thing without cutting it. You could unroll the whole thing without cutting it. Paper towels. What? The ones that... Which ones? That's what we did. Wait, wait, wait. We went to the castle for shop. No. We just unrolled the whole thing. Unrolled the whole thing. So maybe if there's a usage like that that you could do it without, without having a problem of Korea then F there's a usage for that then. That could be. That could be. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so that is number one. Okay, that is the basic Muktzah uh, Is that clear before we move on? This category is going to take us a while because there are so many Shailas within this category and we have to get it clear. First Shaila that we're going to get to today in Be'ez HaShem on Sunday we'll try to discuss different things. Broken Kalim. What is the din if something breaks on Shabbos? Okay? What is the din? So here we have a Gemara Shabbos Kuvchov Gimel. The Shaila is something broke. Let's take a classic example. A glass smashed. It's no longer usable. It cannot be used for anything whatsoever. It becomes Muktzah. It's a Shaila in the Gemara. Right? Remember this from Dafi Yomi, the Gemara in Shabbos. Whether we say Yesh Muktzah Lachati Shabbos or Ein Muktzah Lachati Shabbos. When Shabbos came in, which is generally, by the way, Hilchas Muktzah goes Lofi Knisa Shabbos, when Shabbos begins. But over here, if you have a glass that smashes, it's all over. It's not useful for anything. So it's 100% mukta. You with me? It's 100% mukta. Oh, are you allowed to clean up? So the Ramah says that it's in a mockum of Hezek and there's kids around and they're going to pick it up or they're going to step on it and they're obviously allowed to pick it up and you're obviously allowed to clean it up in a normal way. But if, for example, it's in a room where no one's going to get damaged, no one's going to pick it up, nothing's going to happen, it's 100% mukta. You cannot touch it. You can't do anything with it. Okay, again, obviously, unless there's children or anyone over there, that's going to be problematic. But the basic din is that a clear that breaks on Shabbos, if it is no longer got any function, if it has a function, then it's going to be okay. Right, for example, let's take a small example. We've got a lot more examples to get to. We have to talk about glasses that snap. We've got a lot of shyness to get to. But let's take a small one. Let's take a chair that the back snaps off. Is that chair now, Mukta? Plastic chair. The, the, oh, it says Ellie, you can still use it. It still has a usage to it. So as long as it uses, it's not going to be mukta. The back will probably be mukta. Very good. 
Now, that's if it snapped. We'll talk about if it didn't snap. We'll talk about if it's, if it's screwed on with screws or, or whatever nails and they oh, came loose. Cracks. What's that? The leg cracks. The leg cracks and you can use it or cannot use it? You can't use it for leg cracks. Well, I could use it. It has three legs. I've only got a it depends. It will depend if you can use it or not. But that's a different sugya. What about your glasses? What if the leg comes off? One of the arms, legs, whatever you call them, the milchik side, the fleshik side, depending which one it is. Which one comes off? Are you allowed to wear the glasses on Shabbos? That's not so, We'll have to talk about that. No, that's a big shayla. We'll have to talk about that. That's mamish not poshim. That's mamish not poshim, Rabbi Say. Okay. So the general, the general rule is if it has a usage, then it's not mukta. If it's got no usage, then it is mukta, obviously with the exception of things that are dangerous and obviously people are going to get hurt, but then that's a double posh admoid. Okay, let's move on, Rabbi Sai, to things that we throw out. Okay, disposable things. We're living in a very disposable generation. We have everything is plastic, paper, everything is disposable, everything is thrown away, used once. They even have e-cigarettes apparently, used once and throw once, few times, whatever it is, and throw them away, right? Everything's disposable. Everything's got to be instant, everything's got to be disposable. If that's the case, what is the halacha with a plastic cup in the garbage can? You come downstairs Shabbos afternoon, you want to have a drink, there's no clean cups. There's only a cup that was in the bin, that was in the garbage can. Can I take it out? I'll wash it. Big deal. You do that at home with your glass cups by Nafkamina, right? All of a sudden we're going to plastic, nobody can wash them. Well, what's the deal? Can I take it out or not? Or do we say that once it's in the bin, it's worked on? It was, so it's always going to be okay? I can go outside to the, gar- the big garbage can outside, right before the bin people come and collect it, and I can pull it out, wash it, and, and use it? Yeah, that's the most that's beautiful. I didn't discuss hygiene right now. I'm talking about halacha right now. Okay? You know, you have these people that you ask, you know, they ask a shine and they're like, it's not nice. I didn't ask you about halacha la maisa. Muta or asa? What do you want to say? Muta, why? Because it has a use. It has a use. So I want to tell you a chiddish that I heard from my Shiva of Scheinberg Zatzal, a beautiful chiddish. He says like this He says, we have many kalim nowadays that are perfectly usable. We happen to be living, as he quote, I'm quoting him, in a rich generation where we just throw things away, who ever heard in Poland, he said, of people having a plastic cup, using it once to have a drink and throwing it in the bin? Are you crazy? Who would do such a thing? Who would take one paper cup, use it for a coffee once and throw it in the bin? Loishomanu! Said with Scheinberg, just because we're living in a rich generation and people throw things out, that makes it, that makes it problematic? No! It has a beautiful usage! We happen to be living in a generation that people throw it out. That doesn't mean the Kli Be'etzer has a problem. The Kli is a beautiful Kli. We'll talk about Rav Shemek's Kiddush, the same idea when he talks about food. We'll get to it when we talk about sushi and all sorts of frozen food and the freezer, how to take things out of the freezer. Ice cream has a lot to deal with, Rabbi Sai. It came along with Shemek's Machalek like this. That when you throw out the Kli before Shabbos, then it's Mokhtar. Even if it's usable. Which means, if you take a plastic cup, and that plastic cup, Shimon, was in the garbage can, Erev Shabbos, then you can't take it on Shabbos. Why? Because already before Shabbos, the guy was basically saying, I don't want it, I don't want to see it, I don't want to use it. But if a guy on Shabbos uses a plastic plate, I don't know, to peel an orange, and it's still clean, basically. He puts it in the bin, and you want to take it out, there's no problem. Because the clean mitzad atzmai is not broken. We don't look at it as broken. You hear the difference? We look at it as a gavaldika clean. It happens to be that we're living in a generation where people are spoiled and they throw out a clean after using it once, but it doesn't, doesn't ruin the etzim clean. Are you with me? Is that understood? Is that clear? Now we move on. Next, 
Okay, so that's enough. If you throw it out before Shabbos or on Shabbos. Let's talk about another case. Let's talk about the cake, for example, right? Right, so yesterday, Baruch Hashem, we had a very nice cake in the afternoon that was cut into pieces. It was finished. What do you do with the leftover piece? The foil, the aluminum container. No one's going to use that again, right? Nobody in the world is going to use that again. What's that? You can wash it out. Uh, but generally, if a baked cake is in an aluminum panel, no one's washing it out and using it again. Ramosha talks about this, the Gabe Tzvidas Kalim. I'm wondering, yeah? About Tzvidas Kalim, do you have to table such a thing? No, because you're throw it out. Very good, you're a very good. Baruch Hashem. Okay. So, Gavaldik. More do you like that one, eh? Okay, that was rehearsed. We rehearsed that one. So, um, Ramosha says that, by the way, if you buy a badat, you know, you have people who are what if aluminum pans need badats on it? Like, I'm going to eat it. What do you like? You know, the people that complain about it. You ever heard those complaints? What does it need a badats on it for? I'm not eating the pan. I'm eating the cake inside the pan. You know what I'm talking about? What's the answer? It's it's made by Yidin, you don't have to table it. Uh-huh. It has what? It's metal. It's written in the Torah. Pashas Matos. Huh? Pesach because sometimes they smear it with things and they sometimes use chemicals to sort of make it uh, thing and those chemicals could be comments. Um Same thing with the gloves, has the starch. Anyway, where, 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 how do we go into this? I'm talking about Tzfidas Kelim, but this is Hilchah Shabbos here. What's going on over Oh, oh, oh. So Moshe says that in a pan that you're eventually going to get worse and worse and worse, and eventually after three, four times you're going to throw it out, it does not need Tzfidah. That's what Moshe says when it comes to Tzfidah Kelim. But we're not discussing Tzfidah Kelim right now. We are discussing Mokta. And the Shaila is whether the cake that was baked in the pan is it Mokta or not, right? So Nosemeh comes along and says, well, it depends. If you reuse it or you don't reuse it, right? I, I remember discussing this with Hagoyin Rebzul Ovachshlita. When, when we discussed the Indian of ketchup, and we talked about if you're allowed to put the, 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 the lid of the ketchup back on, on Shabbos. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know why we're discussing this now, but this is just, it's just, I just want to make sure you guys... If you, if you take off the first time, you see, I'm talking about the first time, you take off the lid, then you peel off the thing, the thing, the thing, right? Yeah? And then you put the lid back on. So I, I sat down with Hagoni Rebizul Obakshlita and we discussed the Shailah amongst many Shailahs and this is one of the Shailahs and we came out like this. It all depends if you're American or Israeli. That's what comes out. What's the Pshat? What's the Pshat? If you're Israeli, you leave it off because whatever. No, you're putting it back on for the first time. They're like this. We came out like this. If you're an American using Heinz ketchup, right? When you finish the bottle of ketchup, like you squeeze it a couple of times, nothing comes out. What do you do? What's the next thing? What's the next stage you do after that? You put it in the garbage. Very simple. When it comes to when it comes to other people, so they will take off the lid. They'll start scooping it out and everything. My nafkalina. It's gonna do with Shabbos. Oh, the problem is when you put the lid on for the when you put it on, it's on forever. It's a shaila makabapatish. The focus must come to me on this. Huh? No, it doesn't really mean that. What I mean to say is if you're going to ever open it up again, it's not a problem. If you are going to, it's a constant more going to vomit. It's a mission. that talks about the sugar of the shoelaces. Okay, I'm going to go right now. We have to go to the Yochaz Vulta. The point is like this. How do I get on to this? The point is, like Nosemeyer said, if you're going to reuse the aluminum pan, 
then you're okay. It's not mukta. But most people are not. So it's mukta. That means you can't throw it out on Shabbos. It's not, you remember, there's no tzorich mekaymai. It's not a klisham lachta le'isa. It's mukta machmas gufa. I'll give another example, which again, we're, we're very late. We have to move on. But, um, Aaron, we're over 20 soon. Um, if you open up a potato chips, so I'm not going to discuss now how you open up potato chips on Shabbos. Crisps. Right, crisps. So, how, how did you do it? He destroys the best. your father. Why? Because he knows the halacha. That there's a problem of opening it up and he wants to tear the whole side, right? There's letters. There's no letters on the side. No, no generally not on the side, no letters. What, what's the problem? When you finish the chips, what do you do now? I'm stuck. I have muktsu in my hands. It's a hot coal. What am I meant to do with it? So I can put it down and then throw it out? Or I have to keep holding on to it? I have to keep holding on to it. You can't just put it down. You finish the milk? You finish the milk? Of course, when you finish milk, what do you do with it? You put it in the garbage can. But on Shabbos, it's problematic. Unless you're going to reuse the container, it's actually going to be muktsu machmas kufai. Because nobody reuses it. So you haven't even got Rashaim Mugsvara. Nobody does. Nobody reuses a bag of milk. It's like a bag of milk, right? You can't even do that, right? You guys haven't even seen bags of milk over here. Uh, even over here, you don't even know what it is. One America over here. We have a mini America going on over here. You don't even know what a bag of milk is. But if you have a bag of milk that we have at home, so you, you can't, you know, what do you do with it? It's empty. You can't put it anywhere. It's just beautiful. Oh, comes along Ellie and says, if you're still holding on to it, then you're okay, which is either the subject to Machrikis that we discussed last time, that it does this apply of Akhushmakhtagufa. But whatever, I'm only going to tell but yeah, you're hundred percent right. You would be okay in that case. However, if it's a type of container that you would use again theoretically, then the mice you have with Shaimbik Svara to say that you could use again. But by say then it won't be Mukta. But let me just end with one last thing. What did you ha- I want to ask you two shyness. Mordechai, you with me? Two shyness, then we're done. Yeah. You have a key. Seven? You have a key. They changed the lock of that lock. But I still have the key. What din is the key? 100% mukta. Mukta machmas kufa. You cannot move it. Okay? No heads of tzorch kufa mukami. So if a key that they changed the lock and you still have the key, forget about it. So anybody that still has last year's master key from the bold building, get rid of it because they changed the lock. Okay? Okay. <laughs> One last shayla. What if you have your key to your house in America over here? On Shabbos. So the right the post can say in this case, it is not Mukta. Because if the Etzim has a Shimush, just that Shimush isn't available right now, tomorrow we will, and Sunday, we'll discuss many more different Shilas. Have a wonderful, Gavaldi, good day.